everyone. Welcome to the show. So the federal trial of 43-year-old California resident David DePape just ended. Um, it started last week. DePape, as you recall, he's the man who broke into the home of then Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. He held her 82-year-old husband hostage, then bludgeoned him in the head with a hammer. This happened in October of 2022. He is also facing state charges for his crimes. Um, a hearing for that trial is scheduled for November 29th. So the hearing, the trial date hasn't been scheduled yet, but it might be scheduled then. They could move to a plea deal. Um, a lot of it hinges on this federal case. So the federal case is unique though. Um, it's very different from the state case because the prosecutor has to prove that DePape's actions were related to Nancy Pelosi's position and her responsibilities in Congress because the government charged DePape with two crimes. They were assault on an immediate family member of a federal official and attempted kidnapping of a federal official. So they kind of have to show that he was trying to prevent her from, you know, carrying out her duties as a Congress member or the Speaker of the House. So DePape's public defender is arguing, yeah, he did it, but not for the reasons you think. Um, in her opening remarks, she said, quote, this is not a whodunit. <laughs> and it makes sense because We've all seen the police body cam video, right? I mean, it's not like we didn't see him cracking Paul Pelosi's skull open. So his attorney is arguing that DePape went so deep down the rabbit hole on QAnon conspiracy theories that he truly, with his whole heart and soul, believed that high-profile liberals were involved in a pedophilia cabal. So the defense is going to have to convince the jury to believe this version of DePape's stories and to disregard what he said in the past to Paul Pelosi, to the police, to a journalist, because DePape was very open about what he did. He was very clear in his statements at the time of the attack. He told the arresting officers that he planned to hold Pelosi hostage, meaning Nancy Pelosi, because he wanted to interrogate her because he called her the leader of the pack. He said the leader of the pack of Democrats. And DePape said that he planned to tie her to a chair. He was gonna question her. He was gonna break her kneecaps with the hammer if she lied to him. And he told the police, if she had to return to Congress in a wheelchair, it would serve as a warning to other Democrats. And then shortly after the attack, when Pelosi's husband regained consciousness, he told the police that when he was alone with DePape before the police showed up, DePape came in, he asked, where's Nancy? And Paul Pelosi said, what do you want with Nancy? What do you want to, why do you want to talk with her? And DePape allegedly said to him, quote, well, she's number two in line for the presidency, right? And then also the prosecutor has evidence that has never been released to the public before. Apparently they have a recording of DePape admitting that his crimes were motivated by quote criminal attacks on donald trump and he said by these were being perpetrated by pelosi and also hillary clinton and then DePape added quote i'm not trying to get away with this i know exactly what i did this is like a fucking crime spree of the democratic party this is fucking insane they are the criminals 
So his defense attorney has her work cut out for her. Um, and the prosecutors started calling witnesses last Thursday after they finished jury selection. They started with six officers who were involved in the case. So the two who responded to the call at the house, also the ones who um, took his uh, statements that interrogated him after his arrest, the ones who processed the evidence. One thing that was surprising was that Pelosi's husband was struck with the hammer at least three times, they said. So that is what a, an FBI special agent said during her testimony. Apparently, there's police body cam footage that hasn't been released. So we didn't see the full extent of, of what he did, of the attack. Paul Pelosi testified this week. He told the jury, quote, it was a tremendous sense of shock to recognize that someone had broken into the house and looking at him and looking at the hammer and the ties, I recognized that I was in serious danger. So I tried to stay as calm as possible. Um, Paul Pelosi also explained that his alarm system wasn't armed because he said he never turned it on when he was home alone because he was concerned his movements would trigger the alarm. In addition, he said that he was trying to convey the seriousness of the situation to the police when he called them without upsetting DePape because DePape was standing there listening while he was on the phone with the police. The neurosurgeon who operated on Paul Pelosi also testified. Um, the doctor told the jury that Pelosi had two deep lacerations on his head. One that was so deep, he said that his skull was exposed and then there were fractures underneath. So according to the Associated Press, DePape listened to this without showing very much emotion. Um, and then when it came time for him to testify, he broke down in tears. He took the stand and he admitted to everything. He told the jury that his plan, for some reason, was to dress up in a unicorn costume. And then he was going to interrogate Nancy Pelosi and DePape said that he wanted to kidnap her because she, quote, was just lying to the public about Russiagate and basically pushing a bias line for the Democratic Party. So Russiagate, as you guys likely know, that refers to the investigation into whether or not Trump colluded with Russia when we know for a fact that Russia meddled in the 2016 election. So DePape followed his attorney's lead. He denied that his plan had anything to do with Pelosi's work in Congress. And he told the jury that the mainstream media, quote, were all lying about Trump. And quote, everything was a lie. Then DePape also explained how he went from being more of a leftist to a right winger. Um, he basically said that, you know, he read this comment online about Donald Trump, and then that's what started the whole thing. Well, that's when DePape started to, to cry. That's when his attorney asked him, you know, how did you go from being a leftist to being right wing? He broke down. He started crying. He started describing how um, certain podcasts and YouTube videos sent him down this rabbit hole into conspiracy land. And he said that there were two podcasters specifically that he listened to the most, Tim Pool and James Lindsay. Um, you know, Tim Pool 
one of these guys who tries to, oh, I'm a leftist, but I'm so done with the, the Democratic Party because I realize that they're just liars. But, you know, right wingers are so great and so honest. And so now, you know, I'm, I'm aligning with them. Yeah, that guy. Um, and, and then DePape kind of sort of apologized for the attack on Paul Pelosi. He said, quote, he was never my target and I'm sorry that he got hurt. Um, another person who testified this week is a, a queer studies professor. She teaches at the University of Michigan. The judge ordered that her name not be released because she's had so many threats against her. But you guys, you might remember when DePape was arrested, he had a list of targets of other people that he wanted to go after. He listed this woman, this professor, as his number one target. In his warped mind, he thought he was going to use Nancy Pelosi to get to this professor for some reason. And then DePape told the jury that he believed she was, quote, trying to turn our schools into pedophile molestation factories. Yeah, not Nancy Pelosi, this professor. So, dear God, I mean, this is your brain on right-wing news. Anyway, closing remarks took place yesterday on Tuesday. Um, so the jury started their deliberations today. We are now just waiting to find out what they're going to say in this case, how they come down on this. Uh, you know, and again, this is what Donald Trump and his cult members have done to our country. QAnon. QAnon would not exist but for Donald Trump. That's what it was all about. Whoever's behind QAnon, and we think we know, but it hasn't been established for certain yet, but they convinced, they or that person convinced so many people on the right that Donald Trump was their savior, that he was working with the military, that he was working behind the scenes to get rid of this pedophilia cabal, and that it's all Democrats, blah, blah, blah. These people ate it up with a serving spoon. And so now you have people like this, clearly unstable, committing acts of violence because of that. If the person behind QAnon is ever found out, if we ever discover for sure their identity, they 100% need to be prosecuted or at the very least sued civilly for all the damage that they've done. I mean, there are literally people who have murdered their children because of QAnon conspiracy theories. Anyway, I will let you all know when I hear more. I will definitely let you know when I hear the verdict. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.